when you talk about MMA or gyms or fitness, I'm one of the names mentioned. Bro, I've got daughters. I'm scared. Who's their role models? Kim K? Cardi B? Are you joking, bro? You know? These girls go, I make 50,000 a month on OnlyFans. Yeah, I'm, I'm independent. I make my money. Some of them got kids, bro. I'm thinking, these poor kids. Your mum's naked on the internet. Like, society just accepts it. It's normal. And they see a woman covered in a burqa and hijab, they say we're backwards. What man wants his girl to be seen by everyone like that? So tell me, you're saying Andrew Tate was going to have a mega boxing match. Who was this fight meant to be with? You've got to tell me. What's going on guys and welcome back to the Blue Tick Show. Opposite me today, I've got the guest who I flew to Dubai for. Tam Khan, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Mike. I come all the way to Dubai just to interview you. That's what he says, but I'm not <laughs> sure. From looking at your Instagram, I don't think that's the case, but I, I don't know what you're talking about. I feel about. blessed, bro. I, I don't know blessed. what you're talking about. Well, listen, guys, I'm sure many of my viewers know who Tam Khan is. He's smashing it over in Dubai, been all over social media, been next to Andrew Tate the whole time. Talk to us, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm just your average Joe, born and raised in the UK, uh, Afghan heritage, uh, moved to Dubai 2008, 15 years now. And just, yeah, um, I'm not really what you call a celebrity or anything like that, but I've just been more prominent online because of Andrew Tate in the case and I spoke up for him. So yeah, lately I've been on social media a lot because I wanted to make sure he had a voice for defending him. There was a lot of negative energy out there. So in the last few months I spoke out defending the accusations on him yep. and from there, Few people recognise me, but honestly, I'm not smashing nothing. I'm just your everyday Joe, Look, working we, hard. We kids. both know you're a very humble man. You're not no right. average Joe. I've been out with you many times in Dubai. Non-stop people are coming over to trying to get photos with you. So I clearly, owe, I owe him money for this. Year. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly, you've done something right. Yeah, you have obviously you've done well. You don't get hate. No, I don't. I've been out with you. I've never seen anyone be rude to you. Look at the size. But that's of normal, I think. I think it'll be like with you and everyone. I think the hate always comes from the DMs, ghost account, with a like a OnlyFans model face. But you know he's a guy from <laughs> India. That's yeah. the hate usually, you know. But yeah, no, no. Just uh, because I'm also Dubai's a small place. Yep. Unlike London, it's it's big but it's small, and everyone knows each other. It's like a little community. So it's just like that. I've been here for so many years, and in that fitness industry and gyms and in that uh, social media influencer kind of. Yeah. environment that you kind of know each other so it's like that when you talk about MMA or gyms or fitness I'm one of the names mentioned that's all it is it's like uh, well, when it's like restaurants in Chigwell they ask for you isn't it it's true it's true it's true I owe money for that one no. look let's throw it back yeah as much as we're going to sit here talk about Tate and all this I'll know a little bit about you let's throw it back to your childhood your upbringing why you moved to Dubai in the first place because 15 years ago it's a big move to pick up and move to Dubai is not a joke yeah no I had a really good upbringing raised well good parents um Mum's tough, disciplined. So it's the old generation, which I think is lacking now, couldn't step out of line. Mum taught me everything from religion as a young kid, Islam, to study hard, train hard, be strong, be a fit, strong man. She used yep. to be like, put me in gyms and don't be a bully, but never take shit. If someone starts on you, finish it. She wasn't one of those guys, turn the other cheek, run away. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I was with the only brown family, but one, a restaurant, like a Bengali restaurant on Canvey Island. No one might know that, but it's a little island in Essex near Leon Sea and between Basildon and Leon Sea and uh, yeah. And uh, it's like my hometown. We call it the rock, one road on, one road off. So the first day, obviously, you're going to have trouble. People, you look different, people trying to test you, you know, a bit of racism. But my mum instilled in me like that confidence. I went to the gym, so I got to a point where I'd fight back and I became quite popular. So Did you have trouble as a kid? Honestly, the first day of school, senior school, that was Seriously? Yeah. Straight away? And I remember, like, I come out the first day of senior school and some guy 
I want to fight you and he was trying to get Larry and I'm like no like I'm like what, 11 years old isn't he yeah, yeah, yeah. 11-12 and yeah and uh, he's trying to punch me and but there's a few of them so I thought if I hit back like what's going to happen so I didn't want to do anything but he couldn't do nothing it didn't hurt me and I just walked off with my friend and I got in the car my mum picked us up she's like how was your first day everyone's like yeah and I'm in the rear view mirror like this and she's looking what's wrong with him and my mate just waffled I'm like kicking him yeah he, some guy tried to jump time with this that and she went what <laughs> hit the brakes who Literally, she drove around looking for the guy. I was get out of the car and beat him up. Come and fight my son one on one. And I'm like, uh, what? And I'm like, uh, like I'm watching. At this point, I'm watching WWE and Rocky. I haven't got a clue how to fight. Yeah. And uh, yeah, fall. I just like kids, man. It was pathetic. But uh, from there on, she goes go to a gym. There was a local gym near where he lived. It's shut down now. Really small weights with boxing or something. And she walked in and goes, so I was like 11. She goes, take him. This is too young. She goes, take him. Make him man, make him have muscles like Mike Tyson, strong and tough. And that's my journey to like being fit and strong. I always liked like, you know, Rocky, yeah, yeah. Arnie as kids, WWE, the ultimate warrior. But she pushed me. She goes, be strong, be tough. Don't be a bully, but never take shit. And it's in our blood, we're Pashtuns. We never lose. We never, you know, we never step back. You, you can be this. My mom's always instilled confidence in me as a kid. Like, if you see, like, for example, the Facebook movie, you can do that. I'm like, no, I can't. Like, I don't. You can be like Facebook. Yeah, you yeah. can be like Zuckerberg. I'm like, no, I don't even know how to use a computer. I can log on, log <laughs> off. But install that confidence at early age. So I always had that belief where if I see something or a goal, I, I know I can do it. Or I don't see why anyone can't do it. We're all human, you know? So that was from my mum. So yeah, it was a good childhood, to be honest. And uh, loved my time in Essex. I had a great upbringing, raised around non-Muslims and uh, predominantly white neighborhood, but I had the best time, bro. Like, I can't say anything bad of it. Uh, yeah, I became a bully when I was a teenager. I loved <laughs> fighting, but it's you have to. So uh, like a dog, you know, when he pisses and marks his territory, you have to do yep. that. And yeah, bro, I had a great upbringing. And then the Dubai journey happened because... Uh, yeah, why did you actually come here? Because you know, in the UK at that time, I was doing this, that. I was being a bouncer, door work, the usual hustling. Just, there's no... I always had the vision I want to... I want to drive Mercs, I want to have these nice cars, I want yeah, to be yeah. like that. My friend's like, nah, mate, let's just go to the local pub. You know, like, yeah, yeah, no yeah. one's thinking no outside one the box. And then my friends, I'm like, yeah, but it's not about watching football on a Saturday and having a fish and chips. Like, I want to be like LL Cool J or whoever's popular. I want to live like that life. They didn't you get it. Dreams. You like, had no, let's dreams. Let's be Liam Gallagher, Stone Island shit. I'm like, no. <laughs> so, uh, I'd always go out to London then. I went to a college in London just to get out of Essex to meet people in London. Yeah. From your manor, um, Barnet College, uh, yeah. Hendon it was. So I was around the Greek community in Turks and I was like, wow, people have not the name Sean and David here. What is this place? <laughs> Everyone's brown, it's good, you know? I think uh, here, this yeah, is cool. Beautiful people everywhere. What's going on? I'm from Essex, <laughs> like, uh, Caviar Island. Like, hills have eyes, you know? I don't mean that. Look at my face, yeah? But um, then, yeah, I enjoyed London, but it was getting to a point where I was doing, I had a, I was doing, I was a bouncer in some doors running for an Irish guy there and um, just trash, Trashy chavs, and I was always good. Everyone loved me because I weren't like a bully. I was like, you know, I was always diffuse things. People knew I was fighting professional. Yeah. But then it got to some sticky points. I thought, you know what? Went on a holiday. Two thousand and five or six, two thousand five and six or seven, twice to Dubai. I just saw it on a TV. Dubai's a new place. It was usually I Napa, yeah, yeah, Magaluf, yeah, yeah. these trashy play. And we were saying, it's booming. Went there, and I was fell in love. The food. It was like America meets what, the Middle East. What was it like back then? Just amazing. Like. Coming from Essex, bro, like for us, Lakeside's mega mall. Yeah, Lakeside. Lakeside was open. We're like, wow, bro, I came to malls. I was like, this. What's going on, guys? If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you scroll down. We're now live on Spotify, so you can watch us while you're driving, listen to us, listen to us while you're in the gym. 
pretty much just listen to us anywhere. And make sure you give us a five-star review on Spotify. Thank you. So was all Dubai Mall and all that here? Where Emirates Mall was here. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. Dubai Mall was building after. But you had like Dunkin' Donuts, stuff we didn't have. Yeah. Like a McDonald's, you know, like upsized refills. I'm like, what's a refill? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it was just like Different. America and it was just the weather and being a Muslim, you could hear the Adhan and the beaches. I was like, wow. And then on TV, everyone's saying there's a new place called Dubai. It's booming. It's going to be the next hub of the world. Then I came again with some friends on holiday and I've come back and I'm in like Tesco's Extra. Just stop there, petrol, and get some food. I'm sitting with my mate. It's like a Tesco Extra and Pitsy, yeah, everyone yeah. knows it. So we're just chilling in the car park. That was the place to be. We're just sitting there by the cars. I'm literally sitting there eating some kind of like puff pastry, yeah? And I just see everyone's just depressed, bro. Like, I just see like everyone's old. It's like cocoon. See a crackhead drinking a Stella Artois like at 9 a.m. I'm just looking around and go, what is this place? And I've come from Dubai. So yeah. I said, mate, listen, I'm gone. I'm going to move to Dubai. He went, no, you're not. I said, bruv, I'm leaving. I can't do this anymore. Just not me. I'm just going to end up killing someone from frustration. Yeah. So I told him, I'm just going to move there and just set up some kind of like... MMA thing there because there was no MMA and I was like yeah I said I'm gonna go for a few weeks not no, my intention no longer literally July 15th 2008 got on a plane so I'll see you soon in a few weeks and uh, today is 2023 and how did your how old was you when you left I'm 41 42 just turned so I was 26 27 and how did your mum and dad take it I didn't care. Like, they didn't look, care. That was like, yeah, I said it's close and I'm going to visit as well. It's close. Like, my dad doesn't care. My dad's all about, you know, he says, do what you got to do. My mum's, you know, like, they're like, oh, your mum's your mum, though, isn't it? Do you know I mean? said, I'll be a few weeks. It's a holiday. I'll be a few weeks, come back, and then tell us. I went there. And, bro, it's impossible to come back. Like, yeah. I went there, come visit, and I just, alhamdulillah, I, I, God was good to me. I worked hard, and yeah, it just. I've just been here two on. weeks, and I swear I do not want to go home. It's, but it's, Dubai it's don't stop. Dubai don't stop. Mm. It's. It, you're in a bubble that you can't leave as well. I've realised it's just... It's amazing. Everything you want, it has. It has. But you're you're lucky. You, you're you friends, you know me. You've got friends here. Yeah. I knew, I knew no one here. Yeah, that's One great. Turkish Cypriot girl. A friend of mine, cousin. That was my only person I met first. Did you ever get sick? I want to go home? The, f the first month, I was trying to build up this... My PT and my gym thing. Start this MMA class. And it was just frustrating because I'm like... UFC MMA, they're like, is that Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan? I'm like, no, fucking bro. <laughs> MMA. Yeah. And uh, it was just educating people and then you'd have times when no one would turn up and it was just like that hard part. But then it was like, it took a few months and then I, I went to visit like for a few, week and it was about two days and I was like, I've got to get back home to Dubai. I can't stand it here. Seeing family and friends is amazing. Yeah, yeah, I miss, you know, it's, it's, it's home. But I was like, bro, I can't be here anymore. It's depressing. Just a service the coldness, putting petrol in your car, little yeah. things you get that, spoiled you know, with. Even little things like that make such a difference. You pull up to the petrol station and you've got someone who puts your face, the one thing you can need to do. Yeah, but even the like, deliveries of food, the things, you, it's just easy. The lack of access, wearing flip-flop shorts every day, no crime. Yeah. The weather, mate. Weather makes you happy. It really is. When you wake up and see sun, it gets your energies different, you know? 100%. But look, like you said, you were trying to build up your MMA thing. Now... Every single UFC champion must have been in this gym. We've had a lot, yeah. We've had UFC, like you have Hollywood actors, everyone here. Mm. Anyone, anyone I know, I, I speak to you and you're like, yeah, uh, he was here last week. Yeah. And you're not waffling. You show me a picture. I'm like, Fuck, yeah. Tam, how do you know all these people? Every single person. No, I'm like, you know what? It's become a hub. It's not just MMA gym. I've made it. I call it the ultimate training facility. Everything under one roof. While whereas in many gyms you have to go CrossFit to a certain yeah. gym. Learn boxing. I put everything in one roof. Everything for yeah. every fitness enthusiast, professionals, 
And because ours is different, we've got this outside area, which is like Venice Beach, yeah, the LA. Box, the boxing it's it's the same point. Like people come in, uh, which want to be outside, it's the sun, the workout. So it's the same point. And uh, then the celebs come in, happen, it makes it big. Yeah. So it goes viral. So everyone in, around the world go, I want to go to that gym. They don't even know the name that. That one outside, then come and just. But like even me, when I watched the video of Tate training in the boxing gym, yeah, yeah. I looked at it and I thought, what? Like it looks because uh, yeah. it's on a rooftop. You got a gym. You see, a, you're like, that's amazing. Yeah, and I mean, it just people come and they just come. Literally, I have people flying from other countries on holiday just to do Instagram videos yeah, in the outside it. bit. It's like an Instagrammable kind of gym, but that's the future we're in. So if social media is so important now, yeah, as I much understand. as I hate it, you need it as business. You need that tool. And, uh, you're smashing it on social media, Touchwood. You're, you're yeah, but I, I don't really like it, bro. I think it's just a, it's a, it's just a dirty world in there. There's, there's some good benefits to it if you can pass a positive message, but uh, a lot of trolls, a lot of dirt, a lot of scum, being marketing in there. I mean, all you, all I see on my explore pages, I follow Mikey, is booties, and I didn't have that on my explore page, and I'm sure it's him, because I, I swear every girl he's followed, they know him. I don't know, so I, I don't know what Tab's talking about. I, honestly, I don't know what he's talking and about. I'm like, you know, I'm after to unfollow him. I, <laughs> I don't want to see arse every morning, bro. I want to see his talks and nice, you know, Tab nice uh, motivational speeches. Yeah, that's what I, I'm gonna start sending you them every day. I'm gonna send you, but I'm gonna make the motiv uh, motivational speech myself and send it to you. But look, back to real talk. How did you meet Tate? This video is sponsored by Cranbrook Law, an award-winning immigration law firm. Their talented solicitors can help when any struggles arise regarding immigration law. They can help get you the visas they need. They can help get you the staff you need from any other countries. As you can see, the website is on the screen right now. So if you need anything to do with immigration law, message Cranbrook Law and let them help you. Whether you're looking to obtain a sponsor license, receive advice and guidance in relation to compliance and our civil penalties, or take advantage of our know-how and experience across a broad range of business visas, our talented and dynamic immigration lawyers are available to speak to you. Telephone numbers on the screen, emails on the screen, and hit the link in the bio if you need any help. Tell you I've known, we, I, I've been fighting professional MMA since 2004. And we had a show called UWC Ultimate Warrior Challenge in Essex. My coach founded, and me and my coach built MMA also in that southeast. We, I was one of his first students and we took it to another level. Tate was for a gym from Storm. So what you do is when you have shows like, you know, you call the local gyms, yeah, bring yeah. fighters, just whoever. And there's a gym called Storm Gym. Amir Subacek from Luton friend old guy old school bosnian kickboxer he had a gym and andrew tate was one of the students he went against one of our guys and uh just in those days it wasn't like i'm gonna fight you no one knew each other. it was just all chatting you're gonna fight what wait you yeah it was one of the, like it's like a network a friendly kind of thing in those days everyone knows each other this day and uh yeah i met him then quiet he looked at me thought nah like tall lean but i thought nah then uh he had heart man he fought good guy from my gym and he beat him it was grueling first fight Probably 17, 18 he was. Yeah, young. I was, yeah, I was young. And uh, from there, just, it's a network. You know everyone. Even so you if you're not close, it's like, Tam's in Dubai. Oh, I'm going to go to this place. And we'd always touch base on social. So you've known him for years? Yeah, literally years. The, when he first a lot of people started. obviously think that you just started speaking to him recently, obviously mm -hmm. within the last, what, three mm -hmm. years? Yeah, yeah. You've been friends with a guy for... I've every... known him for years, just because more pre prevalent and standing up for him. But I've known him for a long time. Been coming to Dubai on and off for years. Always touch base. You're around you. You're around. That's good for dinner. Things like that. So what made you want to get involved in that whole thing and obviously defend his corner? And because I know, like, like I know, if I if you're a brother of mine or someone, and I know injustice is happening, I forget. I feel responsible because when he became Muslim, I was there and stuff, and uh, yeah, that I was a guy who took him to mosque to pray, and like I feel responsible as a Muslim. Not that I believe I'm saying I've reverted him because God reverts who He wants, yeah. But I'm trying to. It's not fair for me to say here's Islam. This is the perks of it. 
be around him all the time and then just go, oh, something's happened, let me just sit back because I'm scared. Yeah. No, and I know the guy. I know him and Tristan. They are the, honestly, I know they post some haram stuff, <laughs> but everyone does, but they're the most decent, respectful people and I didn't even need to hear the story. I know it's bullshit. Yep. Like someone tells me, oh, I heard Mikey uh, did a massacre, shot 10 people tomorrow. I'd laugh, I'd go, no. It doesn't matter what it is, unless it's like literally someone's come kill your family. I, I won't believe it. Yeah. I defend. I don't. I don't need to hear. I don't. Need, you can't prove any evidence to me, and I know for a fact. I know them well. I've been around them. I've been around his kids, around his real his wifey's kind of thing. And I've, you know, I spent time with him every day, and my character as a Muslim, I practice Islam. Uh, husband and father, I would not sit with someone if I thought they were like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm raising daughters, bro. Yeah, and of course I see that. And, uh, don't uh, confuse content creation with that. So, I, and I knew of what's going on, and uh, I saw the media and people going against him, bro. YouTubers, all these fake people used to beg him for content, just ignoring, not standing up, or just talking that. shit. So many people turned their back on him. Yeah, and I'm like, bro, you guys were begging. He got built their platforms, and they're like that. So I said, yeah, right. So I just stood up. I made a message when it, the news happened. I think it was like two, New Year's Eve, the day before. So on New Year's Eve, I'm sitting there on the phone. I said, I got to put something out because yeah. it was getting bad, bro. Like, people are calling me. Oh, your friend is like idiots. I'm fine. Friends, people, like, not friends, but Associates. acquaintances talking shit. And it annoyed me because I felt, bro, this is not nice. And I knew if it was me, I want people to stand up. So I took a stance as well. The Muslim community, a very small fraction were talking bad. And I thought, you know, it's my responsibility now yeah, to speak yeah. up. So I went on it and it just started getting more attraction and uh, just fought, fought its corner. And um, even people around him got scared because. Like Twitter, it's a very toxic place. Toxic place, a lot of trolls, and it's really amplified, and they're getting bullying tactics. But I said, I don't care. A lot of people couldn't handle the heat. But I was there, Insta, my social media's getting banned, warning, but I didn't care. And I'm boom, 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 pumping it out because, bro, there's always two sides. And if the media are going to portray him like that, I mean, the articles which are coming out, mis Mad. misogynist does this, like, bro, what is that article? Like, you know what I mean? And, uh, what annoyed me more was he had that Piers Morgan interview a few days before. It was so good. You can see Piers Morgan, the people's comments, everyone loved it. Yeah, you can everyone. see the real side of him. And after that, and he's become Muslim. He's on it. He's been banned from socials, but he's still top of the game. His, his stock after Dubai went back up. And then that happened. I'm like, nah, I can't have that. And uh, yeah, I mean, he was supposed to meet with New Year's Eve, was supposed to be together in Dubai. Like, really? It's the day he was supposed to fly back, he got grabbed. Wow. We were talking like. like we were talking about a mega boxing fight too, by the way. I can't really talk. A big superstar wanted to fight him in boxing. And uh, we were in, he was going to me, what do you think about this, that? I said, do it here, do that. And I was giving him advice. It was massive. And then that happened. So, and a tour around the Middle East. Everything was going well. And, you know, so I, I like, everything's for a reason. But I just had to defend him and it annoyed me. And when I saw the story and the accusations and the BS and the people involved and who was behind it, and I researched it and I, we had... I really looked into it. And I was like, bro, this is such a setup. It's a joke. So I was st stepping up to a point where they put bad media of me in Romania. Trying to scare me by saying I'm this, I'm that, I'm a criminal. But it's bullshit. And I thought, you know what? I don't care. Uh, keep saying what you want because it's bullshit. And I'm going to say what I'm going to say. They want to scare you like that. So tell me, you're saying Andrew Table's going to have a mega boxing match. Who was this fight meant to be with? You've got to tell me. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, shit. And he was getting it. And they wanted... Um, to ask him, what's your pay-per-view? Uh, what can you guarantee for pay-per-views? He's like, bro, Unlimited. you want me, I don't need you. <laughs> Give me this, set. bro, they were giving him a basic set feet and pay-per-view shit, and it was massive, bro. Massive on his terms, it was massive. 
Yeah, no, I believe that. And uh, he did, it's not about the money for him. He doesn't really care. He was speaking to me. I was like, bro, you don't need the money, but it's hard to say no. And the dance partner who was in question is massive. And all jokes aside, I say it to everyone. Andrew Tate is one of the most famous men in the world. End of. Yeah, he is. Since, and especially after this case, unfortunately, what do you call it? Famous, notorious, infamous, sorry. Trump, Ronaldo, Tate. What do you think happens now with him, like, genuinely? Because he's obviously on house arrest now. He's got another... Yeah, I'm not sure when this comes out, but he's got a few weeks left and the six months is up. Now you better charge him or he's got to be released. Is that what happens now? Is that how Six it, is months, that? they can detain you for six months only. Like, you know, in UK, we have a... Uh, what's Belmarsh called? Um, remand. Yeah, remand, yeah. There's a certain limit. But you can hold someone for 24 hours in UK and that's it. That's it. Then this is kind of remand, but on a different level. Like, you've got to charge within a certain time. They don't do it in Romania, six months. Now, he's been investigated for this case since April 2022. Nothing. So what are you going to do in this week? So I'm assuming they're going to set some bullshit up, frame him for some financial thing. I don't know, because they're not going to risk him being released early and just yeah. expose the corruption. Or I'm hoping they take it as a, they're respectful in Romania show they're a European country and go, you know what? There's no evidence. You've punished enough. You're free Shake to go. hands. You're free to go. And that should be the right thing to do because... He's done nothing wrong. If he's done something, if he's done something wrong, charge him. Yep. Why is he not being charged? And Why are you not looking into the evidence? Why are you not looking at CCTV? He's not being used. His mobile phone records of these girls. Yeah, you released that. You released that on yeah, Twitter. Yeah. I saw it. You released a transcript of the. That's their WhatsApp chats too. That was you, no, who dropped that, no? Yeah, me and a few of, uh, other guys who are very good supporters of Andrew. How Tate, did you even get that? It's got leaked, bro. No, okay. no one knows. I just got. I saw it leaked. I also, it was leaked and I found information of the girl, one of the girl accusers, who's got a history of accusing men. One guy killed himself. One guy did time in jail. Four or five times. So you're telling me that girl's straight up real? A girl Shit, who's, she's put other people in prison as yeah. well? One killed himself, bro. This is, this is public information. She used to run away from home. She likes drama. Wow. Yeah? This girl, these two accusers were in the south of France two weeks after making the accusations, doing party and selfies, eating lobsters with baguette diamond watches and Bentleys. Bro, does that look like victims to you? CCTV, Andrew Tate's house, it's got, you can see everything. You can even see his chest moves. They're not, the, the prosecution won't even use it. To judiciary. So that shows to you, bro, like it's a Something's setup. a bit, yeah. So like, I, you get a trolls going, oh, it's this, that. You're tampering with the, I'm tampering with shit, bro. Like that's the <laughs> facts, it's public. And uh, yeah, I'll always stand up for him. Like I said, I don't agree with some of the things he does. I don't like the vulgar. Like everyone, each to their own. But it doesn't mean he's a criminal. Like you know, yeah, it's no. what it is, and he's a. Good what's wrong is wrong, wrong, and what's right is right. He's yeah, and inshallah, to be honest, I believe everything's for reason. Got him closer to God, and uh, I can't. When he's here, bro, uh, whatever they tried is not gonna help. You put him in jail, you're gonna martyr him. Kill him, he's martyred. You've already martyred him. Like you can't win. Yeah. Andrew Stock's got like that without even trying. And he's not even spoke yet. Once Literally he does not, yeah. his first interview with someone, whoever it's going to be, they're saying the numbers it would do would be stupid. Yeah, blue tick show maybe, maybe, maybe line it up. Only, only you can line it up, Tab. Only you can. I've seen you speak to him on the phones before. As much as you got Andrew Tate here, you've got everyone else here as well. Let's not just—I don't want to sit here and make this whole podcast about talking to you about Andrew Tate because I know that's what everyone tries to do. Yeah. Listen, I got love for you. I got love for you, all the Tates and all of that, but don't forget about Hamzat. You got here. You've got who else have I seen here while I've been here? Who else has been coming in and out? Raheem CEO cast that celebrity's birthday. Was the other day. <laughs> yeah, I remember out. that. That's how I know him. Big shout out to Raheem. Yeah, 100%. And, big uh, shout out. Well, we get a lot of YouTube, uh, YouTubers, actors, athletes. We've got Khamzat Chimaev, 
future UFC champ doing his camp now. Hopefully, he's fighting October Abu Dhabi. I think he's going to be based out of here. Leon Edwards, yep. world weight champion of the world. He's coming over in a week to do some uh, commitments. Tamcon over here as well, uh, training hard. Some bald, ugly, shrek-looking guy, yeah. <laughs> and you've got loads. And uh, honestly, I swear to you, I know it sounds corny, I honestly love the fitness industry and the networking. I do it. It's not about the money. I just love what I do and do what I love, you know what I'm saying? Just like how you meet people and this and that. And you've seen how I live here. Like, I, I just enjoy things. Family, yeah. this, that. And it's, I believe in life. Don't chase the money too much. Do something that you enjoy. You know what I mean? Because life's too short. Money doesn't mean shit. You've got to just have enough to survive, pay your bills, look after your family. These people who go, you have to be a billionaire. This bro, don't chase the money, bro. Because tomorrow never comes. I've had two friends dying this year. Yeah. Young guys. Take it like that. And I was at the funerals. I'm like, bro, question myself. It could be me tomorrow. For what? We, you know? Just enjoy, relax, be close to Allah and be with your family. Do you know what it is? One thing I've learned about you, and this is me not tooting your trumpet or nothing like that, but you look at your Instagram and you see this big man. You look at him and think, fuck me, man. He's a big <coughs> lump. Genuinely, while I've been in Dubai, you're probably one of the most genuine geezers I've met out here. Yeah, I'm just real like that anyway. Like, Do you know what it is? With Tam, what you see is what you get. Funny just jokes oh you're just you're yeah, not yeah, a, yeah. don't get it twisted i know you've got a serious side i know you don't take no shit either but you're just a genuine guy you're yeah but even like take shit unless i've got to that age where you'd have to really seriously harm my family to, i won't care like someone's gonna cuss me let them cuss me bro like yeah. is it really like grown-ass man bro 42 i just hit i've got two daughters all right i've got like doesn't i don't care when you, when you get more closer to your deen in Islam, you realise, bro, like, you, tomorrow never comes. Always be ready. Try and just always be prepared. So, at least be consistent in your prayers, be in good deeds, and then whatever comes, comes. Like, enjoy. I was telling you, like, you and Rahim, you're doing good stuff. You can travel the world, do this, set up, and you were saying about you guys thinking about Dubai. I said, do it. Yeah. You're not, you've got no commitment. Do it. You can do it. That's anything. what I said as well. I've got Take nothing. Take that risk. Yeah, you've got nothing hold back. Like, I'm your dad, great guy. Shout out to Ali and Melin. I love Melin. I'm gonna go to the UK and visit this Melin. <laughs> I see it, it's impressive, martial art, you know. But um, like I said, I took that risk, and people say I am not smarter than anyone else. I'm nothing special. I'm nothing. I'm the average Joe. But I just took a risk to leave and go for something. Anyone can do the same. Anyone. But it's taking that risk. Some people, unfortunately, don't have the opportunity to do it. So I understand. So I don't say everyone can do it. Some people have to look after family members, some are married. Like, but if you can and you're young, what's the worst? You come here and you fail six months, go back. What do you reckon's gonna happen to Dubai in the next 10 years? I honestly believe, and I'll get a stick for it, UK's home, I love England. Bro, it's gave birth to me, looks like my family have become what they are due to England. And it's like one of the greatest countries of all time, but it's gone down the pan, bro. The West is finished. The crime, I've got daughters, but I don't want them to yeah, go to the UK. Mad. They go on a public toilet and a guy looks like me with a wig and identifies a woman pissing in there. I'll That's kill him on the spot. Yeah. I don't like that shit, bro. Fuck that shit. I've got two daughters. It's disgusting. If you want to be what you are, sure, be in your own... I don't agree with it, but do... What it. do you think about all that shit? I just don't agree with it. Like, I'm a Muslim, bro. For me, it's all haram. But I have no say. It's a Western country. The rules are their land. you got to accept it. But don't push your agenda. I won't yeah. push Islam on you. We're not going to stand... I'm not going to stand with a black flag outside churches and columns saying we want a Sharia law I don't agree with that too I said everyone practice what you've got to do in your own way but don't push the agenda mm -hmm. you know what I mean the agenda they're pushing with this transgender LGBT yeah, plus square and kids at a young age I've got daughters it's scary bro I don't want to I don't not want to go to UK and see a mix my daughters like I said on a toilet and a guy looking like me with my big fat head and nose with a wig walks out identifies one bro I swear God forbid I'll do something 
And because yeah, but it's I'm, true, you have to as a man, sick, bro, and yeah, especially as a Muslim man, you can't. Bro. It don't make sense. And I'm not condoning violence. I'm. It's sick. Don't even attack homosexuals and violence. It's nothing. That's a sin. But don't push that agenda on others. Yeah. If someone's an Orthodox Christian and doesn't believe in homosexuality, accept him for what he is, Jewish. But uh, the West, bro, the crime. Like your watch, you can't walk around without no watching way. London. No way, you can't. you can't buy a nice car. It might be robbed if you drive. Do you want to live there, earn money, and not enjoy it? Do I want to come at night thinking where's my wife and kids? Someone might harass them. No, that's why the Middle East for me is the New West. The other day I was at uh, I was at the pool and one of my mates had his bag and he was like, "But because we was gonna walk down to the beach." Yeah, yeah. And he was like, shop, shop. I said, "Bro, leave your bag there. Leave your watch there. Leave it all there. No one's taking enough. The only thing they take in Dubai is sliders, bro." In the mosque. Yeah, that's the one thing I've realized. And that's why I missed it. Sliders go missing, that's it. Apart but from you know that, what? you're good. I'll tell you one thing. Have you seen police walking the streets? No. Or police cars? No. I, I saw one police car yesterday. Yeah, and just that was it. maybe a traffic uh, checking on speeding. You don't see police. And yet people don't do that. Why? Because they know the consequences. It's a deterrent. That's what the UK doesn't have. UK, yeah, you get done for a crime. Yeah, let me go to a nice yeah. three-star hotel, have a TV, chill with some boys, come out. It's a problem. The West is, bro, it's too late. Do you know what the there's, crime, there's the knife. There's fear here. There's fear here. People know if it's they a, fuck up, they get. They get it's a fucked. deterrent. Yeah, it's, it, it's just bro, it just works well. And people living here, moving here, they want that safety for their kids. Dubai, Saudi, uh, UAE, Saudi, Doha. These places are the next West, bro. I'm yeah. telling you. And unfortunately, the West, bro, crime, unemployment, people like in the winter they couldn't even afford gas, bro. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Bills are going up, employment, people, jobs are not paid the same. So what do you expect from the people, bro? The, the government don't even care. The government don't care about their own people. Here, the sheikhs are loved. They walk with no security. Why? They look after everyone, bro. Their own residents, they look after, everyone has their own land, given as a gift. Everyone's yeah, I heard about this. What, what's all that about? Talk it to just me. looks after their own people, so which the UK should do. You get your own land. And you get Every a house MRI, you will get land. No, then you've got a bill, but you get land. Land's worth a lot. Yeah. Your wedding paid for, I think your funeral paid for, and big discounts on bills. A lot of perks, bro. And uh, look, why can't the UK do that for like old veterans of the war? Yeah, they make nothing. them homeless, bro. Yeah. So you can see why they're, they're, they're loved. Okay, I understand the population's bigger and it's been, it's a new country here, but still, they are loved. They don't need security. Rishi Sunak can't walk around on his own. He'll no get chance. beaten up. Yeah, no, he would, genuinely. You know I mean, he, so he can't. The people don't respect these clowns. And they are clowns for me because look at the state of UK and London. They're worrying about funding schools to dis not follow Andrew Tate when grannies they, and grandmas are dying. There's like a billion pound thing to change the curriculum yeah. about Andrew Tate. Imagine, like, you've got, look at the NHS, bro. Spend money on the NHS, spend money on the police force, make more police better. You know what I mean? Like, what is this? So that tells you what it's all about, bro. No one cares. The UK's gone down the pan, bro. It's gone 100%. down the pan. And I think you don't realize that till you come to a place like Dubai and you realize how safe it is. I've been to, I've gone out where there's people, I've gone to clubs out here, yeah? I shouldn't have, but I have gone to clubs. Stuff and, for a lot. And there's guys in there where I'm looking at them, and in the UK they'd kick off. Looking at them, and out here they're just like, yeah, all right, cool. And I'm like, fuck it. Like, that just shows consequences, no? straight away that, yeah, it's a deterrent. They're scared of, okay, shit, if I fuck around, I'm gonna get locked up. In the UK, you do it, you run away, you're good. That's it. Like it's it's it's, it's a different just, different country, completely different yeah. country. This video is sponsored by Everything Education. Everything Education is English, maths, and science classes. So if you need them in person or virtual online, they can do both. So whatever suits your preference, message them, and I'm sure they'll find a solution that works around you. It's finished. And in the UK, you can't understand. There's no unemployment. It's on a high. No one's got money. People are struggling. 
what's the result? They're gonna have to. St they're gonna. They crime, to. unfortunately, is the only way. Some of these people, you, I'm not condoning it, but I understand it in a way. Some people were born in these certain estates and have no opportunities. No one gives them a chance. What else are they gonna do to survive? Yeah. And that's it, it's a domino effect. It's like New York in the 70s. And unless you get a dictator to clean it up, but no one's cleaning that place up. I don't think the UK is making a return. Like, is it? I think it's. Done. I don't know, yeah, I think. And then you got Brexit. Yeah, get about the immigrants. Brexit nah. fucked everything. Yeah. Now who's going to do labour work? Who? Big the Dave. No price one cares. of everything's gone up. Yeah, no one cares, bro. So it's unfortunate. Like, I miss the old days when I was growing. Up. I'm an '80s kid. It was great. UK was the best place in the world, bro. When I go back now, I can't stand it, bro. Everything, everyone, everything's a pound shop. <laughs> For real. Depressing, bro. What happened to Woolworths? Everything's done. Do you know what I mean? UK is actually finished. I know it's bad to say I've got business to back there, I work there, I live there, but the UK, the life of living, you wake up and it's grey. You look out your window, your window's grey. And the amount of money it costs to buy a placement like in a nowhere doesn't get any perks. You could buy a villa in the Dubai for that. In a nice sunny area, a nice community, I mean, near the beach, what else do you want? Yeah, no, I've seen, I've seen you know, some beautiful places out here. It's I just, I, I, it's not a challenge, and for me it's just... Um, and honestly, I think it's, it's due to its base roots of Islam. That's why the community is very organized, Islamic laws. And I think that's why religion is so important in life, I think. So what is next for Andrew Tate? Uh, for Andrew Tate, for Tam Khan. What is next for Tam Khan? For Andrew Tate, I don't know, but we'll have to ask him on the phone after. But uh, for me, inshallah, just bro, I just want to raise my kids. Take each day as it comes, inshallah. Live long enough to see my daughters married. I've it was her birthday the other day, innit? Yeah, four years old. So I've got a grooming salon opening soon. June the 1st. I've also got a shisha restaurant I'm opening. No one knows this, I'm just telling you now. July 15th, hopefully that'll be open. So that's July 15th first. you're opening it? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's around the corner. Yeah, so that's a, and that's also a 15-year mark I've been in Dubai. I just realized, Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes, nice. That, I've got my uh, social knockout returning July 8th. Uh, I saw that as well. YouTube exhibition boxing. So I'm busy, bro. I've got a lot of things. And uh, inshallah, I'm going to do Hajj this year, as long as the visa sorted out. Yeah, and just inshallah, take each day comes and I'll get to see my kids raised and I'm healthy. That's for me all I need, bro. I don't care for anything else. Like I do these things well to keep busy. All my money goes to the kids' future, education and family. That's it. As much as you're this man now, like you're so chilled and laid back now and this is genuinely what you are. You're not acting. I've yeah, yeah. chilled with you for days. Yeah. But where's the... You haven't always been like this. There's no way you've always been this calm, this relaxed. No, to get I've to where you've got like to, a, you yeah. must have been hungry. Yeah, I'm hungry like to make it. Yeah, like I've always had goals and I've reached them, but it was never not for money. I liked. I, I always knew like I want to live here. I want to have that, but money to live a certain life lifestyle. I want, but I've never needed to show. Like you, you're not show. I, I don't show at my house, cars. I never show that on socials. Nothing. I never let. I don't like that. I get people coming to let's do the what do you do for a living or these kind of things. Yeah. I'm like, no, I don't want to do it. I just don't like it. It brings evil eye. Yeah, 100%. And I don't do it to show people. I see a lot of people flexing and doing this online. I can't, for me, it's cringe. Yeah, if you're young, if you're a rapper and it's part of your industry, but, but I find it corny, bro. Grown ass men showing watches and nice cars. And I was like, just, who cares? Like, not everyone's that blessed like us, you know, yeah. like yourself. So just be humble, you know? Arrogance and pride, God, haram, bro. What God gives, he can take as well. Yeah, like, okay, I'm rich, but look at my nose and head. <laughs> You know I mean? <laughs> so like everyone be like, yeah, you got money and like that, but look at you, like, look at that fucking nose on you. you got, everyone's got something better, so you, you got to be humble, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Be humble. There's a meme. Be humble like your father. I'm that father now. I, I, listen, I, I've got a perfect size head. I'm not sure about you, but um... he's got a big Brock Lesnar head. Bro, trust me. My head's huge as well. I'm, if, if I didn't have a big head, you'd just see a nose. So it's good I've got a big head, bro. You know. Otherwise, you know what I mean, I've got just a big nose. 
so I'm looking next to me. You've got all these, all these. You got a belt here. You got 100k subscribers. Thank Andrew Tate for the 100k. I, I had a lot of subscribers actually. Funny enough, just from posting content, fitness. But after Tate, it just went bang quick. Yeah, Tate's, Tate's different gravy. And I'm not one of those guys. Hey, like he's brought my socials up because of him. It's you not... even told me about your TikTok got banned due to him. Yeah, I've had three. And TikTok, I used to think it was like it's gay. What's this dancing men? But I didn't realize people use it for businesses. Massive. And when I used it for the gym promotion, little skits. Bro, we got a lot of membership. It was it was more effective than any other social media platform I've used. Hundred percent. I've been banned so many times. I just hate making a new one. I just can't. You made it. one the other day, no? I think I saw you made one. I've, I've made one the other day, but I think it's going to be banned because some guy runs it for me and he's posted the Tate comes up FaceTime. So I'm just waiting in the hour now for them to go hateful ideology banned. I got that hateful. So I had Raheem on, and Raheem said, all he said was Andrew Tate was my most viewed video. Hateful ideology. On yours? Yeah. That's mad. Just for saying it. Not even a picture of Tate. He nothing. just said his name. Did you tag him? No. Oh, he had, where can I tag him? He ain't even got it. I can't no, tag did you Hashtag. Nope. That's, see what I'm saying? It's that mad. They go and review everything. I think they just put a net. Whenever you say Andrew Tate, I think automatically comes off. Yeah. Because, but you know what, what I believe, yeah? It's so unfair what they've done. Forget about Tate. But him as a man, as an individual is, you can't do that shit. Yeah, but they don't like him also because he speaks a lot of facts, bro. Everything but society and women and the old days, men, men have always been scum. I'm a man, yeah. perverse, but men are bastards. Yeah, yeah. Let's be honest, a majority. 100%. Like, they'll be in love and they'll go to have, have a happy ending with a massage parlor with a woman with a wig looks like me. They won't even care. <laughs> just an orgasm. Men don't care. It's not That's attachment. True, true, yeah. But women now are worse, bro. Women are cheating. Women are doing this. Women are using men. If you don't bring, buy them a Chanel bag or have a certain status or look a certain way, they're not even look at you. No, I agree. Women now are the worst they've ever been. And I'm not and saying they're slating women, women very yeah. good women, but this social media generation of women trying to be something in like, uh, see this podcast and this, it's like women giving advice, I'm this, I'm that. Listen to me, high value, bro. Like, okay, you're giving advice. Why are you not married? <laughs> the guys, I get guys, I'm this, I'm... <laughs> I get no, bro, it annoys me. I see guys motivating guys. Bro, what have you done? Your motivated speech, like, have you invented the wheel? you done a tour yeah. de France? Are you comes out? Are you like what? Like what are you talking to me about? Unless you try to drop ship, bro. I don't give a fuck about drop shipping. Yeah. I respect a guy who's giving charity, like Abu Bakr, friend doing Spot Foundation. Like I respect guys who do things for the community, but uh, just it's, everyone gets impressed. Guys flexing watches, twenty-five guys living in an apartment, renting a yacht, driving a car around the bike. Yeah, we made it, and they're doing these signals like they're Tupac. And next thing, they're flying the economy back to Gatwick, to back to home, and back to work. Back to their mum's house. Like, which is good, but don't, why are you doing that? Be yourself, be honest, people like that. Do you know what is one thing I've learned throughout all of this is, you've got so many guys, and I'm not here judging anyone, good luck to everyone, I don't care, but coming out to Dubai, spending all their money, and then they're going back and living at the mum's house. But look after your mum. You can't, like, yeah, you but look can't, after your mum. Yeah, look, look, bro, that's what I don't get, like, look, if you're young, have your fun, but don't put, have your fun, enjoy it, but don't portray it like, yeah, I'm living that life, that, bro, don't sell something fake. Yeah. If you're having fun, bro, all fun, spend it, yeah. enjoy it, enjoy it, nothing wrong with that. But these people try and motivate others and say this, everyone's trying to be like Tate now, bro. Everyone. Tate's a one-off, like, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, the man, the high value, bro, what, what's high value? For me, high value, yeah, be, be in shape, be that, but be close to God, be respectful, where everyone respects you, good to everyone. I mean, don't be arrogant, I can't stand it. But there's, there's, people don't understand that what Tate has done, no one can ever do that again. Mate, he's Tate, bro, he's, he's genuine, done it. Though. He's genuine, and Tate, let me tell you, whatever you see him portray, 
the most respectful man with manners, him and his brother, who will help anyone. The people they help, no one talks about, bro. How many people they look after. And that's what annoys me more when I look outside and see how many people were just silent. I'm thinking, bro, you are where you are because of him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Someone gives me a free food meal in a restaurant, I'll remember them forever. Yeah. And <laughs> you know what with, upbringing? With, with them as well, they've helped so many men without even realizing they've helped them through mental health, through just guiding them in life and stuff. And no one actually even takes that into, no one realizes that as well because when the takes come around, there were so many young boys who didn't have voices, who were too shy to speak up or do this. They all thought, fucking hell, oh, sweet. I got yeah. this guy helping me now, let's, let's go for it. And I think that is a massive thing. And I think the influence he had as well, that's what put him inside. Yeah, it could and be. And when, be when he became Muslim as well, yeah, so many people reverted. You had, you must, if there was a, something that we could know, I guarantee there was over a million yeah, people who were I mean, that For me, just to see anyone come to Islam, I'm happy, alhamdulillah, it's great. But even I watch your podcast, how many people you've had on who are Muslim, like, yeah. you had uh, that PT guy. Yeah, I, PT, yeah. I loved Best. I was watching a bit of that, Alfie Best. I don't know Alfie Best. And bro, I, get, I smile so much when I see these guys talk about a journey, bro. It makes me feel shame being born Muslim. And you know, like, I'm thinking, bro, look at these guys the way they're talking. No matter what, everyone's gonna sin. But to promote Islam on those platforms is amazing, bro. Like, and uh, these kind of guys, Tate and these kids and all these guys who are reverting are more influential than the Muftis and all this. Why? Because yeah, they're easy to relate to. They're re yeah. and respect like these other guys uh, who speak on Dawah channels. I like all of them. I watch them, but it's harder to relate to, you know. But when you see guys who've been through struggles, been there, been popular, been around devices so that's what I do. and they can relate i watch revert stories yeah. because when i'm watching i don't for me to go and watch someone who's been a muslim his whole life it's hard for me to relate to him because i can't go and stop everything all in one i can't do all of that so if i go and watch listen to reverts so especially during ramadan i was it's my first ever ramadan this year so i was learning was from, how long have you been muslim only about a year and a half oh, mashallah, good. so i've been learning about how to do it how this how that obviously raheem's helped me massively shout out to raheem for it mm. but like you said it's so much more relatable it's hard for me to go and listen to someone who's been a Muslim for his whole life and he's grown up with Islam. I haven't. Even if he's grown up, but it's also like he's not been around a certain lifestyle, which he shouldn't be, but he can't. you can't relate to him. Yeah. You can't relate to a guy who's lived in, say, for example, Bangladesh his whole life and been in a madrasa, it's, uh, I'm imam, and he's never... Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of temptation, unfortunately, life changed the old days. And it's social media, like, you've seen what it is like, bro, it's hard. It's uh, men, well, you're still men. So you've, uh, Islam lets you channel it if you want, in a certain way, you're allowed for wives if you love women, uh, <laughs> it is what it is, but we're also not animals, you know? So I believe, I say to everyone like, just behave, pray regularly, and when the more you pray, the more you'll feel shame to do a sin. No, I agree with that. Because you know there's some days where I've done stuff, gone home and I was like, shit, was yeah, it worth right. it? So Tam, listen, you're a very strict Muslim, you try to be. What's your opinion on all these girls doing OnlyFans and stuff like that? Daddy issues, lack of father figures, lack of uh, no religion. Some situations, obviously, it may be they're from Eastern Europe, they've been come from war-torn countries, but these ones, it's just trashy, bro. For me, it's prostitution. Yeah, no. I, I, I'm sorry, uh, it is, you're selling yourself. Whether it's someone touching or not, it's disgusting. And uh, I don't know, bro, it's become so common, people don't even bat an eyelid. When I was younger, bro, you, the Sun newspaper had a thing called Page 3. I think they yeah, stopped yeah, it. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, look, look. It's porn, like, you know, like, but now... It's normal. Now it's normal. It's normal. It's disgusting, bro. I've got daughters, so I'm like, I'm, I'm scared. Who's their role models yeah. to look up to? Who's their in society they can aspire to be? There's nothing. 
Okay, that's actually not when you think that? of it. Right, genuinely. Cardi, yeah, are you joking, bro? You know, someone who's become famous from okay, having a sex tape. That's true. When you actually think of that, when you actually sit there and deep, which woman is there? There is no one. Years ago, you'd have said Lady Diana. At least she had some etiquette. Even Margaret Thatcher, bro. Whatever her uh, war policy was, she's a strong woman. Whatever. But there's nothing, bro. And maybe J.K. Rowling. I don't know. There's no one, bro. And the thing is, what? worries me. And all they see is these girls. Go, I make fifty thousand a month on OnlyFans. Yeah, I'm, I'm independent. I make my money. And they got some of them got kids, bro. I'm thinking these poor kids. Your mum's naked on the internet, like, society just accepts it, it's normal. And they see a woman covered in a burqa and a hijab, they, they say we're backward. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's backward, imagine, bro. A modest woman is backward, yet a girl shaking her bum, crushing bananas with her bare foot's cool. <laughs> and what do you think about the men that date they, they, these type of girls? What's going on, guys? This video is being brought to you by Morris Andrew Solicitors. As you're all aware, we've done a season two all about crime. If you watch that all and you're in any situation like that and need help getting out of the situation, reach out to Morris Andrew Solicitors and see if it's something they can help you with. Remember, there's a defense for every offense. So I swear too much, I swear about it, bro. Complete simp, dork, cuckold, <laughs> They're just as much their pimps, they're like just clowns. It's just she's your, everyone's girlfriend. If she's on OnlyFans, she's everyone's girl. She's yeah, not, your, not girl. your girl. Like you know, what man wants his girl to be? What man wants his girl to be seen by everyone like that? Yeah, you know, true. as Muslims, you know, uh, Muhammad Ali made a good quote. I remember, and he says, uh, "Why do we cover our women?" He goes, "Like, give me your account number. You'll never give me your pin." your jewels you have a safe why because it's precious to you our women are like this to us in islam you know it's ours for our eyes only why do we want everyone looking at them yeah that's true you know, and it's a sight it's a respect it's not control it's respect for us they're like elevated so it's disgusting bro it's a sight it's just normal you wear hijab you're bad you pray islam or oh, they're, they're they're serious they're extremists but yeah let's shake asses let's promote drag queens teaching kids let's uh Promiscuity, promiscuity, um, adultery, everything. Just promote it. Let's give sex education classes. Let's give out condoms yeah, at thirteen-year-olds in school. Giving condoms to kids, bro. Yeah. I swear, stuff like I don't. If someone in a God forbid gives a go to my kids here some contraception, bro, I'm gonna make the guy eat a hundred of them on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look. So you could probably give your opinion of this better than most. Your been here 15 years strong you've seen Dubai go from pretty much nothing to what it is today girls who are in relationships fly over to Dubai we all know what Dubai's like it's a devil's playground parts of it look there's a good part and there's a bad part it depends what you're looking for well if your girl's staying in five palm I know the owners are looking beautiful <laughs> good friends of mine but Jahannam <laughs> so because I've seen so many girls and I tell everyone I would never let my girlfriend come to Dubai it's not even Dubai, bro. I don't believe in this girls' holidays. Yeah, agreed. What's a you're in a, you're married and you're going to what's a girls' holiday? Eight girls on bikini in Magaluf, Ainapa, Mykonos, LA. It doesn't matter where it is, bro. Scarborough. What's a girls' holiday? I'm like, go with your husband. What are you doing? Like, again, he's a Muslim. He's controlling. You're gonna have comments, bro. Any man who does that, you're Will Smith. That's what happens. It's so you, embarrassing, bro. So Look, you think it's wrong that girls go on like holiday by themselves? Girls' holidays. Yeah. For what? This is what I say as well. Uh, they, they're backpacking and like, I don't get it, what? And what You're about married? girls going to nightclubs? Uh, so my outlook on a If they're married or... If they're in a relationship, my outlook is... I don't think, I think girlfriends, women, I think clubs in general. Men go to clubs to get women and get laid. 
every man goes. 100%. None of you are break dancers. Which man goes there goes, yo, touch my finger and start doing that. No one goes to dance, do they? You go for women. You go to show off for women. Some women are innocent. The old days when I was younger, the girls go to dance, have fun with, girl, uh, with their friends. They do. Some girls do. They don't go there for that. I'll be honest. Girls go, let girls out. They want to dance into music. Beyonce, single ladies, bollocks, yeah? Men go to lay, get laid. Girls, you're putting yourself in situations by being there looking like your cattle. That's all it is. Then you go, why can't I meet a good man? Because you're in a club. They think you're just stuff for like a hoe. Yeah. So you might, you're not, may not be, but you're looking like that. So do yourself a favor. And a girl's in a relationship, a man lets her go to um, a club, then he should let his friend sleep with her. Same thing. Why? Yeah, like, I, I don't what's be it? You're, you're together in a relationship, go out of him, go to a dinner. Like, uh, where's the morals? What? What's the benefit of going club? You like music? I'll put the stereo on. I don't understand. What? That's why clubs are dying down, though, because it don't make sense. What are you going to a club Bro, for? For me, people get angry. Like, you should marry, and she's in a shisha spot with loads of girls at night. I says, "What? Same bad thing as a for club. me." Yeah, yeah. shisha. It's bars. not about where they are, bro. It's it, girls alone out late. It's whether they're good or not. It's not the point. It's what it looks like because men are scum. Yeah, men are dirty perverts. Men see five girls sitting in a late night shisha just talking. Ah, they're alone who they with they're just you know they're gonna try their luck they're gonna and then situations can uh, come from that or god forbid she's an innocent woman and she most of the time will be and you're passing by you see someone a friend's wife and you see a guy just trying to talk to them but you take it the wrong way oh by the way i saw your wife you don't need this you yeah. don't need this the man i mean men want respect men want to come home have a good wife or only for them they go out with them they see this they do that they go out on dates with them if not good girl go cinema whatever but they don't want it's, it's, it's a sign of like it's being a simple disrespectful for a man men like that status of a you like, want your taste as a right you come home your friend's there she brings out food she looks after him speaks to everyone she's just soldier you know what I mean like a soldier modest modest doesn't mean by how you dress how you act behave but again the man has to be the same if the man's not like that she's not going to respect the man yeah, no. the man also has to be a leader has to be a man Look after, make her happy. Doesn't mean just like, yeah, I'm gonna work here for money. No, that, look, take her out, look after, make her happy, be good physically together. Look, be in shape for her. Don't be obese, sitting there eating pecoras at night and thinking your wife like, you know, it's a mutual thing. She she has rights too, you know. Look after her. Doesn't mean marry a woman and just make her a housewife and a old woman just look after kids. It's a two way thing. But a woman who it's a red flag if she says I want to go out and do this and this that for me get out of there who will speak to him once she should, anyway she shouldn't without his permission go she respects Agreed. him she'll say do you mind do you mind if I wear this is. and at the same time the man shouldn't be running around doing things at night and for me if you're a grown ass man you're married what are you doing it for what, what are you doing in a club bro you're embarrassing like why are you uh, playing computer games at night with like bro, I don't get it like I see guys <laughs> see a grown ass man on a YouTube interview the other day with those computer game chairs he's sitting there doing an interview he's about 45 yeah he's talking about life and he's got a it's a, it's a gamer's chair yeah, like, I'm like bro yeah, look yeah, at your yeah. chair you're 45 years old like what are you doing What's, do you play games at night like look after your kids family like I get like I'm like taking like my guests out the other day and we went to Raheem's birthday but I was sitting there thinking bro too old to be I've got a wife and kids on. what am I doing but I went for Raheem yeah, yeah, I feel shame you know what I mean like there's I'm low looks like I'm out on the night it was a restaurant but there's girls around I just don't like it you know and yeah, I think yeah. it's a mutual thing so it's, as a Muslim you should, uh, you should it's a two way thing uh, behave yourself you know but yeah it's a red flag I, I only fans clubbing girls holidays 
bruv, there's no such thing. I think it all comes down to men as well. Men have lost their men. A man has lost being a man in this in our yeah, day and age. Society is making it like that. Every time you're a real man, you're, uh, you're yeah. toxic. What's toxic? toxic? Crazy. Four possessed. words I fucking hate. Yeah, stuff like I hate swearing. Sorry, it's my <laughs> biggest weakness. Toxic, misogyny, vegan, yeah, and gaslighting. These four vegan. words. <laughs> these four words I can't stand in society. Are you Give vegan? Do I look vegan with this yeah. fat hang around me? I look like a cow, you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I look like a cow. But, uh, <laughs> no, vegan, if you do vegan, I respect vegans who hate animal cruelty and they really have a passion for it. Oh, I get it. But don't tell me it's good for your uh, physically or your diet. It's not proven wrong. Oh, you don't reckon it is? I know it's not. Oh, really? Yeah, go for a month or two. No problem. It's good to clean the system. I don't, the prophet, peace be upon him, didn't eat so much meat. It's nothing wrong with it. But don't push the agenda and say it's really healthy because it's not. Long term effects are very bad. I didn't even but know if that. you really hate animal, I can understand these kind of people. I, I get it, you know. I get it. If you really, you really mean that, but stop. Do you, know, like, do you know my worst thing? What I see people do, vegans, they go and get meat that looks like like bacon, for example. Well, it defeats the whole purpose. What are you eating it for? If you don't, don't like, know, brother, I've never had bacon. It's like uh, no, but I mean, you get the burgers food. as well, beef burgers and stuff. Yeah, but I vegan beef burger or vegan steak. Mm. How fuck you having a vegan steak across? Even a vegan steak. Each to their own. Look, like I, I don't get it, but. Uh, I, I hate these vegans who turn up at restaurants and protesting <laughs> and throw milk on the floor or these stop the oil protesters laying around and they bro, I run over them like, are you mad? <laughs> get a job, get a life, what are you doing? <laughs> Having six hippies who haven't cut their pubes in seven months, have armpit hairs laying on the road, it's not doing anything. Do you know what I mean? Why don't you have a job? You know, during, in the UK, there was people stopping the motorways, yeah? I saw it. I genuinely would run them over. And I'd say, sorry. Oh, it's haram to like, I say that because the people say, he's promoting that, no, but... What are you doing? Like, do any of them look like they've got a job? No. They're all like hippies. All their armpit hairs come in. Women who have bushes, stuff like hippies stink. <laughs> like, you'll never... All these people who protest <laughs> and this, that, you never you never see one... Why do you normal. look at their armpit hairs? I'm just guessing they've like, got long armpit hairs, you know, because they're all about peace. Zooming on the armpit hairs, natural yeah? Natural hair. And no. another thing to everyone watching, yeah? Start washing your asses, yeah? Get a washer, like the Muslims say. Everyone goes, what's the Muslim washing? Let me see here. I've always wanted to say this on podcasts here. You're reminding me. I just wipe tissue. Listen, do a shit on your chest. Put shit on your chest. Yeah. And would you wipe it with tissue? Would it go? No. You have to spray that shit. Same as your bums. Wash your bums. It's my advice. 2023, wash your bums. And on that note, thank you for watching the Blue Tick Show. Guys, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. And make sure you all go check Tam out on social media. You all are probably already following him. All his links are in the bio. And thank you for watching.